Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today. Hello, my name is Alec Feldman. I do a radio show on Wizard Radio Station every Saturday afternoon from 3 to 5 p.m. UK time. And this is the podcast of that radio show. It's all the best bits without the music, maybe some of the rubbish bits as well, mainly just the whole show, minus the songs. Every week we're going to release it so you can catch up on what's happened on the show this week. Just one thing to mention, I give out our contact details quite a lot throughout the course of the show, so you'll hear that on this podcast, but obviously it's a podcast, it's pre-recorded, so if you do send in a message about something I'm talking about to the numbers I say, I mean, I'm not going to read it because it's already happened. It's in the past. It's pre-recorded and no one's going to see it anyway. But here's the worst bit. You might still get charged for it, depending on how you send it. And even if you don't get charged for it, it's still a waste of your time. It's a waste of my time. It's a waste of everybody's time. And so I just wouldn't bother. If you would like to join in with the show and send me your stories or play our games, then you can do that just by listening live every Saturday afternoon, 3 to 5 p.m. UK time on Wizard Radio Station. So that's that out of the way. All there is left to say now is enjoy the podcast, subscribe to it, and maybe leave a little review as well saying how great it is. Not if you don't like it, though. If you hate it, don't bother. Thank you very much. Here's the podcast. This is Wizard Radio, and you're listening to Alex Feldman. What? What do you mean it's Alex Feldman with a C? Oh, this is Wizard Radio, and you're listening to Alec with a C. Feldman. I have no idea where anybody listens, none at all, but it's entirely possible there could be people listening to the show in New Zealand right now, and I'll tell you what, if you fancy a laugh this afternoon, a little pick-me-up, then New Zealand, this one's for you. It's Saturday. It's three o'clock. Now, live from Leeds, Alec Feldman. All right, we are off. We're up and running. We have hit the ground. It's Wizard Radio. Good afternoon. Played you the Chainsmokers and Five Sauce with What Do You Love, which I really love, by the way, as a song. It's been going around in my head all day. It's so, so good. My favourite Chainsmokers song, I think. Other than hashtag selfie, obviously. Uh, followed by Youngblood, Halsey, Travis Barker and 11 Minutes. How you doing? It's Saturday. I'm on for the next two hours with you through your afternoon. Hope you're doing all right. My family are visiting me this weekend. It's very exciting. I haven't seen them for ages. They've all come to Leeds to see me, to stay with me. And um, my parents, being the, the cultured, educated folk that they are, have gone to an art gallery. And my sister had no intention of going to an art gallery. So she's just hanging out here with me in my house instead of seeing art. So that's fun. I have a guest for the show sitting in with me. It's very exciting. And that's, that's where I'm at in life hope you are good as well coming up before five o'clock i have done my first ever pub quiz i talked about this last week how i nearly did it and then failed miserably it's actually happened this week i'll tell you a couple of stories from that before half three also when adults try to be relevant i'm annoyed about something again and i have the best new response you can use on people who try to slide into your dms you will want to use this, mark my words. That's after four o'clock. Plus, Connect Four Six Second Guide is on. And last week we tried something called the Song Slagging Off game. It didn't work very well. I've made some tweaks, I've refined it a little bit, made it a bit harder, and we'll give it another roll of the dice this week to see if it's worth saving. And this is this is really big news. I have secured 
a very, very special guest. I have got the only UK radio interview with Storm Gareth. That's right. There's been a storm battering the UK this week, by which I mean it's been a bit rainy and windy. The storm is called Gareth. He will be on the show after four o'clock. I've got an interview with him. I'm very excited to see what he has to say. That's all coming up on the show. And first things first, we do This Week I Learned. This Week I Learned. Just some valuable life lessons for you. Number one, This Week I Learned that the foundations of the Globe Theatre is made of hazelnut shells. I might repeat that one because that sounds slightly unbelievable. The foundations of the Globe Theatre made of hazelnut shells. You know the Globe. It's that big Shakespeare theatre in London by the Thames. It's round, it's got a thatched roof. It burnt down once or twice, but it's back up now. And it's where Shakespeare's plays were performed. The foundations of that, like the bit they've dug into the ground, they've included hazelnut shells in that, like, digging under. That is apparently true. I learned this at the pub quiz. This was one of the questions. What it was, you know, what was the foundations of the Globe Theatre? And it is hazelnut shells. I don't understand how that works. I didn't really have nut shells down as a good building material. But this is true. This is real because it was the answer to a pub quiz. Therefore, it cannot be wrong. So that is something I've learned this week. Just a first fact for you. You can tell your mates this and they'll be like, oh, okay, cool. The foundation of the Glow Theatre made of hazelnut shells. Real. That's lesson one. This week I learned lesson number two. When your parents visit you at uni, they'll clean everything, or your mum will at least, and bring so much food. Unholy quantities of food. Like, I would have I would have quite liked a little bit of food, but what has been brought here is absurd, obscene, crazy. It's like my mum went on a trolley dash at Marks and Spencer's. Literally. So many different types of dessert. I cooked for them last night because I'm such a lovely son. I was like, I'll come to my house at uni, I'll cook you a nice dinner, and they seem to enjoy it, and I was like, oh, but you can bring some pudding. And so my mum, she brought a lemon meringue pie, very nice, and profiteroles, and some, like, cake slices, like cheesecake and carrot cake, and some biscuits as well. Although they were from my house. They were like, have, have a gift, Alex House, and some celebrations, and some heroes from my house as well. It's insane. Why have they got so much food i don't understand what came over them but our house is very well stocked for like nosh at the moment so if you want a snack get yourself over here we have everything i don't think it'll last very long i have a feeling with this lot around and me but yeah they'll bring lots of food and my mum was going around after dinner like cleaning stuff and i was like this is literally being cleaned today what are you doing this is my house like chill out you don't have to clean here it's fine but she was doing that anyway so that's that's another lesson they'll come to visit you if you're at uni they'll bring lots of food and clean everything just a fact of life and finally lesson number three this week i learned that you shouldn't watch hard-hitting documentaries before bed everyone this week have you heard him talking about return to neverland so i gave that a watch only the first part i haven't seen the second part yet and um it's quite heavy if you haven't seen it i'll don't say what it's about because i don't want to get in legal trouble <laughs> They're very brave people if they've made that without wanting to be sued. But yeah, it's a heavy watch and I watched it quite late at night and I just felt a bit weird afterwards and it just wasn't a good idea. Watch it in the daytime. Watch it when it's daylight outside maybe and with other people, not by yourself, just so you can have a bit of like light relief. It's quite heavy. So that's another lesson. Don't watch hard-hitting documentary before bed, kids. That's the advice on this week I learned. I like to share my life wisdom with you music then this hour we've got some mabel we've got some new harvey we've got some lewis capaldi coming up and this is brand new from ava max it's called so am i on wizard radio right now ava max and so am i it's wizard radio i'm alec welcome to my radio show thanks for listening benny blanco plays next like i've been saying i finally got round to my first ever pub quiz on thursday night the hype was huge there was a lot of hype we tried a week ago to get to a pub quiz. We misjudged it massively, got there too late, didn't happen. A bit of a full start, but this week it happened for real. We got there two hours early. Pub quiz started at eight, we got there six. Six o'clock, we were waiting for two hours. 
um, got some got some food. It was all good, and it was all very exciting. And you know how in a pub quiz you're supposed to come up with like a witty, funny team name, like something involving a pun on the word quiz. Mostly rude. I can't. I literally can't think of one that I can say. But that's what I wanted to do, or just some kind of pun or topical joke that would be good. That was my thinking for our pub quiz team name, because you need a good quiz team name. And I was really, really pushing for this. And nobody wanted to go for it. They were like, oh, no, can't do that. It's too inappropriate. And I was like, no, this is what you do in a quiz. You've got to come up with an inappropriate name. And they're like, no, no, let's just do something normal. I was like, no, that's a terrible idea. I lost that battle. Do you want to know what our, our team name was? Insert team name here. Ha! Hilarious. So funny. Insert. <laughs> oh, my sides have literally split. Yeah. I lost that battle. I wanted to at least go for like error 404 team name not found. That would have been slightly better. But still, no. They wouldn't let, let me go with it. And then, right, at the end of the quiz, when it was time for the answers, they were reading out all of their favorite team names. And they were wildly inappropriate. And everyone was laughing and the two well i was with you know the house boltonian girl geordie oob and also someone i used to live with last year called the dentist they were all there and they were like oh yeah maybe next time we should let you choose the name and we were like yeah i told you so i told you so should have listened to me i knew you needed more inappropriate team names than insert team name here so yeah there was a there was a dispute over the team name but other than that it was a good quiz. I very much enjoyed it. We all had our own specialities. Uh, Boltonian girl, she was good at like cheesy 80s music. There was an 80s music round. And she was good at the film round because that's what she does. Listens to 80s music and watches Netflix. That's like her thing, her hobbies, if you will. Um, OOB, he was good at like the food round. I was alright at like the geography round. One of my proudest answers, I would say because it's just an obscure piece of knowledge that I wasn't 100% sure about and I got it right, which is the best feeling. What country is entirely encircled by South Africa? In South Africa, there's another country. It's small and it's just like in the middle just of the country. And I was like, oh, what is that? What is that? I'm sure I know what this is. And I was just thinking of like small, obscure African countries that I could think of. And the one that kept coming to the forefront of my mind was a country called Lesotho. I've only heard of Lesotho because when I was in year eight, in our geography lessons, we learned about keyhole gardens in Lesotho. And I filed that away in the back of my brain, in the sort of never going to need this knowledge section, right? And that's where it was until that day. And I was like, why do I think it's Lesotho? Maybe it is Lesotho. And I was like, okay, let's put Lesotho down on the paper. And of course, the correct answer was Lesotho. And I was like, yes, I dabbed. That's how happy I was. I dabbed that I got it right. I was really proud about that. Um, but possibly my favourite thing about that whole experience is it's pronounced Lesotho, it's spelt Lesotho. And so when the head of the quiz, I don't call them, the quiz master was like, oh, the correct answer is Lesotho. Boltonian girl was like, oh no, we got it wrong. And I was like, no, we didn't. That's that's how you spell Lesotho. And she's like, oh, oh, great, well done. And Overall, in case you're interested, 39 out of 60. Not a bad effort, I would say. I've got a friend who does the quiz. Like He got 45, so we're only six points behind him and his like, big regular quiz team. So I would call that a good outcome. My first pub quiz, a success. Would do again. And remember, kids, pay attention at school. You never know when you're going to need those obscure pieces of knowledge as a pub quiz question answer. This is Benny Blanco now, and Taney, and Selena Gomez, and Jay Balvin. It's called I Can't Get Enough. Benny Blanco, Taney, Selena Gomez, and Jay Balvin with I Can't Get Enough playing at Wizard Radio. I'm Alec Feldman. Good afternoon. Lewis Capaldi's on the sec. I have a lecturer. I go to lectures. I'm a student. I spend most of my days doing not all that much. Occasionally, I go to lectures and learn things. Those things are taught to you by people. And I think over the last sort of year and a half that I've been doing this, Experience has taught me that lecturers are quite an odd breed, just in general. They're always quite eccentric. They almost seem to crave approval. And this has never been more apparent than in a module I do 
this semester called Intermediate Microeconomics. It's truly fascinating. Real brain food there. Oh, great. Love it. Um, and the lecturer. He's a chap. I would put him age-wise maybe early 30s. That's what I would say. That's how I'd put him. And he's an interesting looking guy. Always wears t-shirt jeans, very long unkempt hair. Don't think it's seen a hairbrush in 2019. Possibly not even this decade. And a, a sort of recurring theme, the vibe I get off him, is that he really wants his students to think he's cool. That's the impression I get. The reason I say this is because to try and be like engaging and down with the kids, he always tries to include a few like pop culture references into his lectures. And so the other week he was like, oh, uh, sorry, guys. Oh, he's from he's from the Midlands, by the way, probably Birmingham or something. He's like, oh, sorry, guys, uh, quite tired today. I went to see Churches in Manchester last night. Have you heard of Churches? They're a really cool band. Oh, yeah, great gig venue where I saw them. Oh, fantastic. It's like, oh, okay, you're clearly just dropping that in so we think you're cool for going to watch Churches, who are quite a mainstream indie band, really, all things considered. And um, then the next lecture, he was like, so uh, if I buy a CD, if I buy a Foles CD, do you still listen to Foles? And everyone's like, I don't know. I mean, I quite like Foles as it happens. But nobody else in the room seemed that fussed. And every lecture, there's always some kind of pop culture music reference that's just slightly off the mark. It's like, okay, this would be quite good in 2013. Not so much in 2019. Maybe update your slides a bit. This week, again, talking about music, he was like, I am totally indifferent. This is in an economics context. There's like the idea of being indifferent to stuff. If person X is totally indifferent to Rita Ora and Jesse J. Jesse J. When was Jesse J last relevant? Not in this country for a very long time. Only in China. She's big in China now, not here in the UK. Not for a long time. However, I did I did think to myself, James Gilmore would like this because he then proceeded to slag off Rita Ora and just say that he's not actually indifferent, she thinks she's rubbish. So I was like, oh, James, producer James would like that. But he just always drops in these references that are just not quite up to date in a desperate attempt to like be relevant and cool. And everyone just stares at him like, uh, no, like, are you trying to be relatable? It's not working. None of us listen to Jesse J or buy full CDs. Like, we get what you're trying to do, but nah, just, just stop it, mate. Every time, I just find it's really funny. He tries so hard and just gets shot down. Like um, Principal Skinner in The Simpsons. Like, is it is it me who's wrong? No, it's the kids. That's him. So, I want to know this afternoon. If you have any stories, adults you know, grown-up people, people, people over the age of 30, maybe who still desperately try to cling on to relevancy in youth. Teachers do this a lot, but I'm sure pe- other people do it as well in other professions and walks of life. They just try to like relate to you, but they try too hard, and you can tell it's just not working, and they're just failing to be cool. If this is someone you know, let me know. 07807183538 is the text number. Facebook.com slash wizardradio. You can get me on there. Or send us an email, station at wizardradio.co.uk. What adults do you know that try really, really hard to be cool and down with the kids and relevant? Just fail a bit and it's a bit embarrassing. Stories, please, to all the usual contact details. And we'll get a few after Lewis Capaldi and then Dave. This is Alec Feldman, the podcast. Wizard Radio, that was Dave and Black. Before that, Lewis Capaldi and someone you loved. Hope you're good. It's Alec here on a Saturday afternoon. Harvey and Mabel coming up before four o'clock talking about when adults try a bit too hard to relate to people that are younger than them and they try to make all these cool references but obviously they don't really know what's cool. They've just read something once somewhere that they thought was cool and they're like, ah, that is what the children like. Actually, that sounds really creepy. (laughs) Not like that. Not like that. Just in like a, ah, that's how I can make them respect me. If I mention... Rita Ora, that's what kids like. 
all the kids there listening to Rita Ora on their iPods. Oh, he did that the other day as well. He mentioned iPods, this this chap. He was like, yeah, if I if I wanted to put a new track on my iPod, and he's like, oh, you don't have iPods anymore, do you? It's like, oh, so close. He's like, it's not that far behind. It's just like about six years. That is where I have placed his like reference point. I feel like he last last like checked charts in about 2012, and that's what he thought was popular. That's this guy. I want to hear about your your guys that are like my guy. And Shannon's been on. She says, my dad, ooh, is like this the whole time. I think he literally just puts the Spotify Global Top 40 on his speakers in his office and just blares it really loudly. So he sounds like he knows what current music is. Well, if he wants to do that, I would recommend listening to The Freshless Power by Spotify, which is the Global Top 40, every Saturday from 1 till 3 on Wizard Radio Station. Yes, good. Um, Shannon continues. <laughs> plug, plug done, out of the way. Or, the other day, he started playing Young Bane randomly on Spotify, and then he turns it up so loudly we can't ignore it. It's kind of funny. Kind of funny sad. <laughs> Young Bane! Of all people, like... Look, Shannon, aren't I cool and hip? I listen to a chap called Young Bane. But he spells his name with an X instead of the normal way to spell young. <laughs> How hilarious. That's really funny. I like that he turns it up loud as well. So that, like, he wants you to say something. He so wants you to hear and be like, Ah, you're listening to Young Bane, I see. Cool, Dad. Wow. I'm so lucky to have a cool father like you. Fist bump me, man. That's what he is hoping for. Don't give him the satisfaction, Shannon. Just, you know, ignore it. Be like, eh, whatever. Young Bane who? Mitch has messaged me. Hey, Mitch. My sixth film teacher does this the whole time. I think he listens to... Ooh. Other other radio stations. Listen to Radio 1. Who even are they? Or Capital. Eh on the way to school and then when we walk into class he'll put a song on and rap along to it what the funniest though is when he put funky friday by dave and fredo on a few months ago and it was a big track watching him trying to rap along to it it was so cringy oh no i can i can just imagine this in like a tracksuit maybe an adidas tracksuit backwards flat cap doing funky friday which is from what i remember a filthy track i hope he did the radio edit clean version because otherwise Poor kids getting a right earful. Uh, that'd be a, yeah. I can I can imagine that. I like that it's a daily performance in like roll call. Morning everyone. Time for today's rap. Excellent. It does sound very very cringy. Um, I was going to say something else. What was it? Oh yeah. If you listen to Capital on the way, and he'll probably come in and be like, "Oh my God, have you heard the latest gossip about like Selena Gomez?" Oh my God, great! That's that's the kind of thing I bet he does as well. But obviously, he'll teach all his lessons in like ten second, ten second bits because you can't talk for too long. Harry has also sent us a message. At least your lecturer is making an effort, Alec. He says, "My teacher still thinks that EDM is a big deal," and went on a ten-minute rant to us about marshmallow, which she spelt. The traditional way to spell marshmallow with a w at the end on the board and how nobody knows what he looks like literally the clip of marshmallow taking his head off to reveal real feral is his favorite clip right now he isn't even giving it an effort though he still loves skrillex wow dubstep i remember dubstep that again is quite stuck in 2012 i don't think my lecture is so much into dubstep he's more of an indie boy but, oh yes skrillex bang around what a tune I like that he wrote Marshmallow on the board as well, whilst he's having a rant. He like walks up to, um, I know it's 2019, but I'm imagining a chalkboard. He walks up to the chalkboard, you can hear the chalk like scratching on, it's just like, today we are learning about Marshmallow. Marshmallow class, he's terrible, he's so bad, he's certainly no Skrillex, he should go do one. Wow, yeah. EDM. What a throwback. He tries. He tries. Sophie says, my maths teacher is actually quite up to date with things. Oh, impressive. We had a whole conversation with her 
about the Jordan Woods Khloe Kardashian controversy a couple of weeks ago, and she knew so much about it. I still find it weird though. Like these people have a life outside of marking homework. I know. I mean, it doesn't sound like much of a life if they're just sitting around watching the Kardashians on the telly and reading all the latest hot, juicy gossip about the Kardashians' affairs and stuff. I don't know about that. I'm not keeping up with that one. Doesn't really interest me all that much, I won't lie. But if your teacher likes it, cool. I don't think my guy would ever reference the Kardashians. I can so see him turning his nose up at them. I mean, to be fair, so so can I. But yeah, he'd be like, oh, I don't listen to the to the Kardashians or watch them on the TV. I'm too busy um listening to Muse. Oh, I love Muse. Don't you like Muse? I'm glad to see them next weekend, actually. Just, you know, please like me, accept me. But fair enough, this math teacher actually sounds quite chill and genuine. She actually cares about Jordan Woods and Khloe Kardashian. All right, still to come. Got Connect 4 before 4 o'clock. And next, I'm annoyed about something. I think something has potentially been stolen from me. I'll explain more after Harvey and told you so. Hold you so. That was Harvey and Told You So on Wizard Radio with Alec this afternoon. So, do you want to know what I'm annoyed about? What's really got me going this week? It was a bit of news, and I heard this. I think I just heard it in, like, the news on the radio or something. And I heard this, and I was like, Huh? No. Did I hear that right? Surely not. Is this, is this for real? Because it sounds like something I could have made up. It sounds like something we could have done on this show. Listen to this. There's going to be a musical based on the music of Britney Spears. And it's going to Broadway. Now, does this sound familiar? The idea that, you know, a musical based on the music of a huge pop star and include all their songs and hope it makes Broadway. And then inevitably it never does because these casting agents and what have you don't know what they're talking about. Like, this could have been a thing on the show. There's going to be a Britney Spears musical. We've done Pink the musical. We've done Jason Derulo the musical. Someone else now has has clearly heard this show and be like, oh, I like that idea. Let's give Britney Spears the musical treatment. Except they've done it more successfully than we have. This is actually going to Broadway in New York City in 2020. I'm, I'm just a bit sad and angry. None of my musicals have ever made it. And yeah, what about Britney Spears' music? That has... But listen, this is why I think it could be lifted straight from this show. Listen to this. Um, the hits of pop icon Britney Spears are heading to Broadway in a new jukebox musical with a feminist message. Um, it's called Once Upon a One More Time. Not bad. The comedy will tell the story of a book club attended by fairy tale princesses. Their lives are changed when a rogue fairy godmother brings them a copy of The Feminine Mystique, the landmark feminist book by Betty Friedan. Listen to that plotline. Listen to how bizarre and ridiculous that plotline is, especially when you combine it with the music of Britney Spears. That does sound like something I could have made up on this show. I could have written a book, a play about a fairy tale feminist princess and Britney Spears. It's that ridiculous that it could be from this show, but it's not. This is actually real. 23 of Britney's best songs. I didn't know there were that many, but I'll take her word for it. Madness. Insanity. Scriptwriter John Hartmere told the New York Times Cinderella's having existential crisis and she has a posse of famous princesses and her stepmother is the main antagonist. I could have written this. In fact, I'm annoyed I haven't written this. This is so an idea I could have and should have come up with. I'm a bit disappointed that I haven't. I'm just annoyed that this is happening and it's much more successful than any of mine. But I think this is quite exciting. A Britney Spears musical. So maybe, maybe it's worth going to see. Do you think the show can go on tour, can go to Broadway to watch this? Get some ideas for how to make my personal musicals more successful so that if we do like a pop star musical again after the success of Derulo and Pink, it might actually get to Broadway this time or at least the West End. And if not, then a local community theatre. That's all I'm asking. Your Britney musical going to Broadway and I can't even make the the Radlett Centre in Hertfordshire. What's going on? So that's that's why I'm angry this week because someone has stolen our idea for doing musicals about pop stars and done it better 
This can't be allowed. My lawyers will be in touch. It can't be allowed to happen. It will be stopped. You mark my words. We'll do Connect 4 in a bit. First up, here's Mabel. Don't call me up. Don't call me up from Mabel. But ignore her. Please do. We're doing Connect 4 soon. So <laughs> do call me up. Yeah. <sighs> it's Alec on Wizard Radio. Hey. Hope you're good. Connect 4 then. We do this game every week at about this time. I give you four words. Your task, your mission, should you choose to accept it, is just to connect the four words, to write a story, and put all four words into the story. That's how it works. It's as simple as that. The trouble is, sometimes the four words, most of the time the four words, will have nothing to do with one another. Totally unrelated, totally irrelevant, and a bit weird. And you just have to find a way of seamlessly getting them in, so much so that you don't even notice. The best ones are the ones where I don't realise you've got the word in, because it's just that seamless. And not the ones where, say the word was cabbage, not the ones where you're like, and anyway, we never saw him again. And also, he didn't like cabbage. That one, that's not good, because that one, you just stuck it on the end to get it in. You've got to do it seamlessly, so much that I don't notice. I've, I've got to forget, and just get caught up in the great story. That is the tip, the uh, knack to this game. It's how you get it right. And also, I quite like it when you, you don't modify them. Like, if the word is tree and you put trees, I'll be like, hmm, that wasn't quite the word, was it? It's allowed, but it's frowned upon. Or if you put um, definite instead of definitely, you know, that kind of thing. It's a modification. It's technically correct, but it's not in the spirit of the game. So those are the tips. I'm giving you those tips because I am the person responsible for choosing who wins the game. Just me, all by myself. There's no fixed rules other than that. It's just what I like. That's it. Entirely arbitrary. I'm a dictator. This show is not a democracy. That's how it works. And that's how it goes. So um, let's get the words. James, hello. Are you there? I'm here. Hello. I'm here. Hello. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. But I don't believe I went anywhere. Well, this is just it's your first appearance today, so I thought I'd just welcome you along. You're right. Thank you. I feel very welcomed. Thank That's That's good to know. Okay, have you got your mini dictionary in hand? I do have the Oxford School... Oh, sorry, I said that wrong. The Oxford Mini School Dictionary. This is great. I've had a thought, you know. Oh, God. If, yeah? If by the end of this feature, Oxford have not sent us, like, thousands of mini school dictionaries i'll be very upset okay look you're setting myself up for failure there but okay for all the promotion we have given them every week on this show since september we deserve something okay fair but unfortunately i just don't think that's gonna happen oh disappointing anyway do you want to pick some words from the greatest dictionary in the land the oxford mini school dictionary yes tell me when to go and i'll start flicking okay you start flicking go and whatever the word is at the top of the page when i say stop that's what he has to make the word stop okay it's career career as in my radio career is soon to be over or car ear well not that's not how you spell ear is it depends if you know how to spell ear properly or not hmm Okay, basically, the first word's career, as in having a job for a long time, not the country of which Kim Jong-un is the leader of the north of. Good, that's word number one. That's Let's Korea. Again. That's not even close. Okay. It sounds uh, quite similar. Okay, I'm flicking. It's just the radio, remember? It's all about the audio. Okay, I'll start flicking again then. Okay. Flicking. He is flicking. Korea. Korea. They do sometimes stop. Okay. Extreme. Extreme. Like Bear Grylls Extreme Survival. Or like my ex was called Treem. Yes. I, I suppose so. All right. Let's get flicking again. Word number three. Okay. I'm doing this in reverse. Reverse. Flicking. Order. Okay. Stop. Okay. Nap. Nap. Like. That's a good one. I like that. Go. I'm going to take a nap. 
Yeah. Have you not got one for that one? I, a nap's like a sleep. I don't know what you're talking about. Like an example? You gave a good example. Oh, okay. Fine. Normally, you do another one. Like, I don't know. It's like when you say, nah, but to a P. That's ridiculous. Nothing like that. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Alright, let's have the last one. Okay, and I'm flicking. He is flicking. I am going to attempt to stop any moment now. But when will I do it? Maybe I should leave it. I wonder how long I could leave it before the dictionary ran out. Okay, no. It's too much. You can't handle it. Stop. Okay. Omelette. Omelette. Brilliant. Omelette. I was surprised myself when I repeated that there. Omelette. Okay, then. Those are your four connect four words this week. Career, extreme, nap, omelette. Make a story with those words contained within it, and you can win the game. You don't get a prize, but you can win it anyway. 07807183538 is the number you can send them to, or an email station at wizardradio.co.uk or facebook.com slash wizardradio. You have to get these words into your story. Career, extreme, nap, omelette. And those are the four connect four words today. We'll read out all the entries we get at 4.50 this afternoon. And still to come, we'll play some Cardi B, Bruno Mars and Fallout Boys on as well. After the news, it's four o'clock. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Recommended by doctors as part of a healthy diet. That was Fallout Boy and Sanctuaries before that, Cardi B and Bruno Mars. Please me. It's Wizard Radio. I'm Alec Feldman coming up before... Five o'clock, I'll play you some Sam Fenders, Jonas Brothers, some Ellie Golding, and Lizzo Juice is the next song you're going to hear. Now, I promised you a big name guest. I have got you a big name guest. In his first ever and only ever UK radio interview, I have successfully got on the show Storm Gareth, the storm that has been going on in the UK this week. I've booked him on the show. Only problem is, um, he doesn't seem to be here yet. I can't, I can't see him anywhere. I don't know what, I don't know how he'd get here either. Maybe I know, I know what I'll do. Maybe if I open the window, if I open window, hang on, hang on. I'll just, I'll get up. I need to go across the room. Just gotta crack this window open a little bit. <gasps> Ah, I think I think that's him. I think Storm Gareth has arrived. Um, it's Storm Gareth, is that you? <sighs> All right, mate. Ah, it is. It is Storm Gareth. Hi, Storm Gareth. Welcome to the show. <sighs> Thank you very much, mate. Um, uh, you're right. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm good. Thanks, uh, Storm Gareth. So, uh, welcome, welcome. Make yourself comfortable. You're live on Wizard Radio. Thanks so much for coming. Um, have you have you come far? Where have you come from? Just like as a storm, I suppose. Not just like where have you travelled from. As a storm, where did you originate and how did you get to the UK? <sighs> oh, I'm from a uh, I'm from Barnsley, mate. So I yeah, blue blue down road, really. What weren't that far? Oh, okay, fine. That's not far at all, actually. Um, so Gareth, storm. Gareth. Do you want to call you Gary? Uh, uh, no. Gareth is better, thanks. Uh, okay. Fine. As you wish. Um, speaking of, speaking of Gareth's actually, Storm Gareth, uh, do you ever get mistaken for, uh, Gareth Malone, the choir master? <gasps> uh, no, mate. Uh, why, why would I get confused with Gareth Malone, the choir master? We're quite different. <sighs> Well, um, uh, I just thought it was because you're both full of bluster. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, no. I, I, I don't. No. Right. Hmm. Okay. Good. So, um, you are a storm. You've been in the UK for most of last week. How long do you plan on staying for? Uh, well, um, uh, not much longer, actually. I think uh, I'll be off soon. I'll be on my way. Um, I heard um, there's another storm on the way after me, actually. Um, storm Anna's coming, so uh, I just want to uh, get out get out of the way quickly. 
Really? Why is that? Can you not have like two storms at once? Is that not a thing? <gasps> I mean, uh, maybe uh, you could. Okay, so why why are you clearing off then? Is there some kind of animosity? Do you know Storm Hannah? Do you have previous with Storm Hannah? Maybe you're avoiding Storm Hannah? You're just leaving before she arrives? <sighs> um, uh, uh, it's, it's a long story. We have, we have some history. It's all very messy. I'd rather not talk about it, but I can't stand to be in the same country as her, so I'll, I'll be uh, I'll be jetting off soon and uh, heading uh, elsewhere for a bit. Oh, okay. Off on your holidays, are you? <sighs> uh, sort of, sort of, uh, uh, yeah, something like that. Oh, okay. Very exciting, very exciting. Now, um, let's get a bit more hard-hitting, because a lot of people have been saying quite a lot of bad things about you, Storm Gareth. I saw uh, the sun. They said you were going to pummel Britain. They make you sound really violent. Is there anything you'd like to say? How would you respond to that? Those criticisms of you. <sighs> uh, well, uh, it actually it hurts quite a lot when people say that just because I'm a storm, I'm I'm violent and I'm aggressive, and they just want to cause damage and chaos because. It's all accidental. I'm just, I'm just a bit clumsy. That's all. And people don't understand me. I'm really misunderstood. And people just think I'm violent and aggressive, and it actually quite upsets me. And it really gets to me. So, I just want to say to people, give me a chance. You know, get to know me. Stop judging me based on what you read in the media. Okay. I see. That's, that's that's quite powerful, but there is quite a lot of controversy because obviously, as you said, you are quite quite clumsy. A lot of people they've had things, they've had damage, branches falling on cars, wheelie bins, and garden furniture being knocked over. Do you have any remorse whatsoever? What would you say to those people who have been affected by you, Gareth? <sighs> well, uh, I just say that you've got to be uh, more understanding. I'm just clumsy. I'm a nice lad at heart. <gasps> really, I am. But just, uh, yeah, just give me a chance. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But that's just the way I am. I'm clumsy, that's all. Okay, well, I think I think we found out all we need to know. Thanks so much for, for stopping by, Gareth. Um, if I if I just close the window, will you pop out now? <sighs> yeah, mate, I'll, I'll be on my way now. I've got to get to the airport to get me holiday. So uh, <sighs> I'll be off. Okay, well, it was, it was lovely for seeing you. Thank you for coming on the show. That was Storm Gareth, everybody, with his only UK radio interview. Wow, that was that was quite something. It's a bit drafty in it now. Can we get that window shut? I'll shut the window and play Lizzo. This is Juice. That was Lizzo and Juice on Wizard Radio with Alec this afternoon. And I really like that song. It's really good. One thing I've noticed about it is that it has an incredible line in it i do like a good lyric like a slightly out there lyric i don't often listen to the lyrics of songs but that one this particular lyric has really caught my attention and captured my imagination and i think it's great the lyric in question to that song juice by lizzo is is this one i have a little clip of here if you missed that it was somebody come get this man i think he got lost in my dms i love it i think it's brilliant such such a great put down perfect slap down and i think it's great and i want to try i really really want to try and make this a thing this line because i think it's perfect on the occasions when you have people sliding into your dms it doesn't happen to me ever really I feel like it happens to girls more than it happens to boys in general. So if you are a girl and you have experienced a boy sliding into your DMs, maybe some unwanted attention, maybe they've said something a bit crude, just like, oh, you're well fit. And you want to slap them down a little bit, just like, no, not a chance, mate. Get out. Get out of my DMs. That's all you need to do. Just that line. Can we hear the clip again? This is what you need to reply. simple as that someone slides in you're not interested you want to put them down all you got to say is somebody come get this man i think he got lost in my dms inspired by lizzo and the song juice 
I, it's brilliant. I really, really want this to catch on. So can you, can you please do me a big favor this week? I don't know whether this will necessarily work because I don't know. I mean, maybe people just won't have their DMs slid into. I've been, I've asked so many people about this that I know because I'm trying really hard to make it happen. I'm like, oh, has anyone slid into your DMs recently that you want to reply this to? And they're just like, no, nobody slid into my DMs. But I think surely, surely someone somewhere must be sliding into someone's DMs. And I think if they do, that's what you should reply. So if someone has slid into your DMs, doesn't matter who they are, male, female, whatever, that is what you need to reply. Somebody come get this man. If you want, you can change it to somebody come get this woman or girl or whatever. I think he, she, they got lost in my DMs. Send that to them and watch them just be slapped down, totally owned, killed with the sass and they'll they'll never bother you again because you will have destroyed them and just do that in the next seven days if you give it a go can you please send it to me if this happens if you manage to do it i want emails i want screenshots i want conversations station at wizardradio.co.uk if this happens just tell me what they send you and then obviously you reply with that line and see how they react I want to see if this is a successful deterrent, if that's what you want it to be. So can you please give this a go in the next week or two? Use that line from the song Juice by Lizzo. I'll repeat it for you one more time. Somebody come get this man. I think he got lost in my DMs. Use that if someone slides in. It can also work on like Tinder if you want to do that too. If you have Tinder, you might not be old enough to have Tinder. But if you are or if you're using it underage, Use that line, see what happens, and send it to me, station at wizardradio.co.uk. And if this works, which it might not, but if it does and if we get a few, then we can share your excellent putting down experience on the radio in a couple of weeks' time, and that'd be quite fun. So get on with that, please. Thank you very much. I'd appreciate it greatly. The song slagging off game makes its eagerly anticipated comeback. Not quite. It's, it's back on the show next, after Sam Fender. That was Sam Fender and Hypersonic Missiles. It's Wizard Radio. I'm Alec Feldman. Welcome to the show. If you've just joined us, you've missed quite a lot already. You missed the exclusive interview with Storm Gareth. Where have you been? Get the podcast later. Good idea. I'll play you Jonas Brothers and Khalid in the next 10 minutes. Now, last week I tried out a game. I said, this might be rubbish. So don't blame me if it is. It might never come back again. And it didn't go quite to plan because... I gave a clue that was much too easy and basically everyone got it right unless they were trying really hard to get it wrong. This week I've refined it a bit, I've given it some tweaking, I think the clue is more difficult and hopefully this game will actually work a bit better this week in the sense that there will be winners and losers, which is kind of what you need. And if not, this is this game's last chance. If it doesn't work this week, then it's gone, dead in the water, never coming back buried in the radio feature graveyard along with seven days and urban countdown and sticky situations that lasted one week and i thought was rubbish about four weeks ago so this is really the last chance a lot is resting on this edition of the song slagging off game so um fingers crossed everybody how this works if you missed it last week um some radio stations might do features where you have to guess what song they're talking about. Maybe they'll reverse the song or read you the lyrics without the tune or something like that. Maybe play the first two seconds and be like, hey, can you guess the secret song? Not me. That's not my style at all. It's not what I do. Instead, I just slag it off. I'll criticize a song and say how rubbish I think it is and why. And you have to guess what song I'm talking about based on the criticisms I give. And then at the end, when we finally reveal what the song I'm criticising is, we don't play it. Like I said, that's the Wizard Radio difference. If this was like a <laughs> wacky secret song competition, after we tell you the right answer, we'd play the song. I'm not doing that. Why would I play a song I hate? Not a chance. <laughs> that's how this game works. It's the song slagging off game. So, are you ready to hear the song that I'm going to slag off this week? Think carefully. Then once you've worked out what you think it is, send me your guess to 07807183538 or on Twitter at WizRadio or Facebook.com slash WizardRadio as well. You can tell me on there what you think it is. So here we go. I hope this clue is difficult this week. Otherwise, we have a problem. Um, okay. This song, 
I find utterly uninspiring musically. It's just got the same riff repeated for the whole song. It's not even a very interesting riff. It's rubbish, it's boring, it's slow. The so-called singing in the song is auto-tuned to oblivion. Might as well be a robot singing. And it's 2019. Just call it a phone like normal people. I feel like that's the biggest clue. But I also don't think that gives it away too much. I hope I hope I haven't got this one wrong again and made it too easy. Do you want to hear that again? The song is utterly uninspiring musically. It's got the same riff repeated for the whole song. The so-called singing is auto-tuned to oblivion, so it might as well be a robot singing. And it's 2019. Just call it a phone like normal people. What song am I criticising just then? Who is it by? What is the name of it? Send me your answers. 07807183538 at WizRadio on Twitter. Facebook.com slash WizRadio as well. Have a guess on the song slagging off game. I'll tell you who's right, who's wrong, or what the song is in about seven minutes' time. First, though, I've got the Jonas Brothers to play. I've been very busy. I've burnt down to the library. I looked up the books on the Jonas Brothers, and I have some facts that I have condensed into 60 seconds. They're all real, so let's go. Alex, totally accurate, definitely not made up 60-second guide. Paul and Barry Jonas, known together as the Jonas Brothers, are children's singers and entertainers from Rotherham, best known for being the star of the long-running kids' TV show Jonas Vision. The theme tune went like this. Jonas, Jonas Vision, Jonas Vision, Jonas, Jonas Vision. In Jonas Vision, the Jonas Brothers are seen working in a variety of jobs, but perform none of them with much competence, leading to hilarity and frustration on the part of their boss. They're famed for their catchphrase, to me, to you, something that's said when moving any large item. They're also famous for having very well-groomed moustaches. As well as the TV show, Paul and Barry Jonas make music. They're oftenly mistakenly believed by idiots to have sung the, the song Year 3000, when in fact they covered it and it was originally by Busted. They went on hiatus for a while and had solo careers, but it turns out no one wants to see Paul without Barry. So they reunited this year and came back with this song. It's called Sucker, and that is the Jonas Brothers in 60 Seconds. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Saturdays 3 till 5. It's Wizard Radio playing you Khalid and my bad, the Jonas Brothers and Sucker. Before that, I'm Alec Feldman. Thanks for listening to the show this afternoon. Miles Bukulski is here at 5 o'clock. Before then, I've got some Ellie Goldie and Sabrina Carpenter to play you. We'll do the Connect Four submissions. And now, let's find out whether anybody has got the music... What's it called? The song slagging off game right. That's that's it, isn't it? Get the name of my own feature right. Yeah, good idea. So, the clues I gave you. Me criticising a song. You just had to guess what song I'm criticising. I said it's utterly uninspiring musically. The same riff is repeated for the whole song. The so-called singing is auto-tuned to Oblivion, so it might as well be a robot singing. And it's 2019. Just call it a phone like normal people. That's what you had to go by. So I'm interested to see whether you got it, because like I said, last week went quite badly because I made it much too easy and everyone got it right. So, Charlotte, she wants to know, is it Don't Call Me Up by Mabel? I love that song, but it's getting a bit repetitive now. Also, it's Mabel's second song about phones, so like, get over it, hun. Okay, so Charlotte has picked up on the bit where I talk about phones. I'm afraid, Charlotte, you are incorrect. As you may have already gathered, because why would I read out the right answer first? That just goes against all kind of radio logic, doesn't it? So no, it is not Mabel Don't Call Me Up, but I like that thinking. What's Mabel's other song about phoning? If it's not Don't Call Me Up. Oh, Ring Ring. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yes. She likes her phones, but no, actually, it is not Mabel. Thank you for playing Charlotte. Better luck next time. Katie, I know everyone liked this song, but it might be 1-800-273-8255 by Logic. I don't think Alessia Carr is very auto-tuned, but I don't know her music, so maybe it is. And it's quite slow and repetitive. Um, no, it's not, oh, what's it called? 1-800-273-8255-9119-7253 by Logic. It's not that. No. Thank you for playing though, Katie. You are incorrect. Isabella. Oh, she thinks I was trying to be cryptic. She says, Alec, you do know that when Ariana Grande refers to seven rings, she isn't referring to seven rings of a phone, but seven wedding rings, right? So she couldn't just call it a phone because it isn't about phones. 
It does have the same riff repeated and is slower than her other music. But I don't think she's auto-tuned. How dare you? Her voice is really that amazing, Alec. I like this message because Isabella is so convinced that she's right and she's guessed correctly that she's annoyed at me for disliking the song she thinks it is. I suppose the good there's good news and bad news. The good news is you're... I'm not slagging off Ariana Grande's Seven Rings. The bad news is you're wrong, so sorry about that. But don't take it personally. I don't hate Seven Rings um, by any stretch of the imagination. It's good. And I do realise it's about the rings she bought for her friends and not rigging someone's phone seven times. I like the thinking, though. Nate says, Is it Mo Bamba by Sheck Wes? I know he calls his phone a word you probably can't say on the radio. No, it is not that. You are incorrect. I do have a correct answer in front of me, though. It's staring at me. And I think I should read it out. If you are listening and your name is Louis or Lewis, every time he or she, probably he, messages, we have this. And they're yet to clarify the pronunciation. Maybe one day. Um, they are correct though so well done to them I said once more utterly uninspiring musically same riff repeated so called singing is auto-tuned to oblivion could be a robot and it's 2019 call it a phone like normal people Louis or Lewis says this feels like a long shot but is it Hotline Bling by Drake because he calls it a cell phone instead of just a phone. It's also the same riff repeated and quite low. I don't think it's boring though, and it is auto-tuned. Fingers crossed I'm right. Louis, you are correct. Nice one. Good going. Very well done. You're correct, that logic is flawless. He calls it a cell phone instead of a phone. That's what I was getting at when I said just call it a phone like normal people. Yeah, he's got it right, the riff's repeated. And it's also tuned. Bang on the money. Well done. Your prize of nothing at all will be coming in the post in three to five working days. So sit tight. It'll be with you very soon. I hope you enjoy it. You use it well. And remember the time you were a winner on Alec Feldman's show on Wizard Radio Station. Congrats and thanks for playing. I'm glad that this game went a lot better this week than it did last week and not all of you got the answer right. That's a relief. It means it can stay. Maybe not every week, but it can definitely come back from time to time. It's earned its place on the show. It doesn't have to go to the feature graveyard. So this is good news. Okay, let's do our Connect 4 submissions next. After new one from Ellie Golding. It's called Flux. It's Wizard Radio. I just played you. Ellie Golding and Flux. That's not one that you want to get wrong when you say that name on the radio. Flux. F-L-U-X. Good. It's Alec Feldman here, looking after you for the next 12 minutes, and then I can go and, I don't know, spend time with my family and friends. But for the meantime, I'm talking to you instead. I'm, it may sound like I resent it, I don't. Sorry, that sounded really bitter. I'm having a lovely time. I just played a good game of the song slagging off game, and now I get to read your Connect 4 submission, so it's all good. We played Connect 4 just before 4 o'clock this afternoon. We got four words out of the dictionary so far it's been almost an hour there hasn't been a massive lorry turning up at my house yet with the oxford mini school dictionary i'm still hopeful though sometime before next week maybe but it just hasn't happened yet the four words were career extreme nap and omelette those are the four words you just had to put them into a story a little thing to connect them all and that's what you've done so Let's hear how creative you lot have been this week. Maya is up first. I remember when I was growing up, my mum was always very strict on me. Our life was like this. You ate dinner when it was served, even if you're not hungry. Once she served us an omelette for dinner. My brother didn't want to eat it and she just threw it in the bin. He didn't have dinner that night. It seems extreme. I know. There you go. There's your extreme. But this was her parenting style. She also decided when it was our bedtime and we would have to be asleep within 30 minutes of going to bed. Once I took a nap, bingo, in the afternoon and couldn't get to sleep at bedtime and I got told off for that. In the end though, I think that her rules helped me. Now I'm training for a career as a policeman and having such a strict upbringing has helped me in my training. 
Um, I know that's not necessarily related to the to the Connect Four, but is Maya a, a boy's name, or is Maya a girl being like I'm going to be a policeman, or maybe I don't know. Sorry, just a bit confusing. Never mind. That's good. You've got all the four words in there. You got career in, even though you threw me off with the policeman thing. You got omelet, you got nap, and you got extreme. I rate that solid, solid entry. And I also find it quite funny the idea that um, you're you're um you're getting told off for not being asleep after half hour like there's a t- timer and if, if you're not asleep then up your mum comes and being like how dare you why are you still awake i'll put you to sleep i'm, I'm sure your imaginary mum is lovely and this isn't real anyway so it's fine good that's entry number one this week sammy has also played connect four a short snappy one let's see how he's done my friends and I were talking about what we want to do when we're older, and I have to come up with the perfect career choice for me. There's your career. Oh, wow. He's just got three of these words into two lines. The perfect career choice for me, extreme nap taker. Boom. Strong attempt, strong attempt. They say that if you do what you love and become very good at it, someone will pay you to do it. So... I'm just going to sleep and take a lot of naps and then someone will surely start paying me to do that. One of my friends said that they wanted to become a chocolatier, which I think is actually very difficult to get into. And another, an omelette taster. Very nice. You got three three and two lines and then omelette was just sort of tacked on right at the end, second last word, but still, very good. Good effort. Thank you, Sammy. Um, anything to pick apart for that? There's nothing I object to. I think all all very good. Yeah, solid entry, thank you. Next up, Jaden. My friends and I have invented a brand new game. Extreme pancake tossing. Because it was pancake day last week, we made pancakes and saw how many times we could flip the pancakes, but in extreme styles. I can't say the word extreme in this context without doing it in that voice, I'm sorry. I wasn't very good at it. One of my friends was career levels of good. There you go which was impressive, and one of my other friends accidentally made an omelette instead of pancake batter, which was hilarious. That's clever. Clever little incorporation. It's really tiring, though, flipping pancakes in such extreme ways. I had to take a nap afterwards. Beautiful. Beautiful stuff. Um, I also like the sort of the attention to detail in that pancakes and omelettes do have quite similar batters. So I like that it's, you know, culinarily accurate according to how you cook things. I rate that. Much respect from me. Um, and did you get all the words? You got omelette, yes. Extreme, yes. Um, career, do we have career? <laughs> oh yeah, career levels are good. There we have it. And nap, yeah, taking nap. Yeah, good. Good stuff. And the last one we have time for this afternoon comes from Sarah. Last week, I was taking a nap. There's your nap. When I had the most crazy and extreme dream. (laughs) I'll stop now. I dreamt that I'd taken on a career, career, as a professional bread roll taster. We've already had three of them. And there's still like 75% this message left. So I wonder how she's going to get to omelette. Professional bread roll taster. My house was filled with bread rolls from all different bread roll brands. Hovis, Kingsmill, Tesco own brand. You name it, I was taste testing it for them. By the way, I don't even eat that many bread rolls, which makes this even crazier. (laughs) Anyway, the dream turned into a nightmare, oh no, when bread rolls fell out of fashion in favour of egg-based meals like scrambled eggs, the classic omelette, hey, here we go, and more. Anyway, they gave me the choice, taste eggs instead of bread or get sacked. The only issue, I'm allergic to egg in real life as well. Ah, nice little insight, Sarah. It was really a nightmare. Wow. I like just the bonkersness of that whole thing. Having naps about being a bread taster. The bread being swapped for eggs. Yeah, very, very good. And all the words are in there. So, all good from me. How can I pick a favourite? I think I like Sarah's one. The one you just heard about being a bread taster. That one is good. I like Jaden's extreme pancake tossing. Um, I also liked 
Sammy's extreme nap taker because he managed to get three words into two lines. I really appreciate the conciseness. And Maya and her future career as a policeman was also good. Which one is the best? Which one's the best? It's hard. I think just because it's so totally out there and weird, I'm going with Sarah, the professional bread roll taster who got sacked because she's allergic to eggs. <laughs> that is the end of Connect 4. Well done, Sarah. You have the best one this week. That's the end of Connect 4 and the end of the show for another week. I'm back on Friday for the weekly mixtape at 3. Then next week we're here. Once again, we'll do all this again. Get the podcast if you want. You can get some clips on the website as well. And Miles McCorsey is coming up next after Sabrina Carpenter. There goes another episode of Alec Feldman, the podcast. Wasn't that some great content? Come back next week for more audio-based fun. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.